What's up, guys? Max here with another episode of the Scuttlebutt Show, and today I'm joined by Chris Levine, who is the host of the Veteran Influencers Podcast and YouTube channel. Chris, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? I appreciate you having me on. Like I said, it's a complete privilege, and I'm definitely excited. I love your videos, man. Hey, I'm really excited, too. So for our audience, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of who you are, what your military background is? Absolutely. Um, So my name is Chris Levine, and... I don't even like the whole title thing, but I guess I'm the founder of uh, the Veteran Influencers brand, as you can see, um, and, you know, company, brand, whatever you want to call it. And I also run my uh, a Veteran Influencers podcast on um, on YouTube at, you know, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. And I also run uh, a show called Ask a Vet, which comes on on Facebook, which we have our own Facebook page, Ask-A-Vet. And we run that at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time as well. Um, as far as my background, uh, right now I'm a staff sergeant in the United States Marine Corps, active duty, salute. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm ordinance by trade, aviation ordinance. Uh, I've been in about 16 years now, uh, this October. You know, obviously I'm trying to make it to 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Fingers <laughs> crossed that we make it that far. And, uh, you know, one of my main goals is to get to a point to where I can create a platform for, for other veterans to, you know, for them to be able to live their goals and, and to get them exposure because I just feel like veterans do so much more in this world than they get credit for. Yeah, man, I totally agree. There's a huge missed opportunity for veterans who get out, who fail to thrive post-military. Uh, and, and what I love is hearing stories of how other people did it. You know what I mean? Because I don't want anybody to feel like they're the first person to ever go through this when virtually we all go through the same stuff over and over again. We might as well learn from each other and see and, and support each other, you know? Oh, absolutely. And it's, you know, as far as my background, as far as where I started, like I said, I had a desire originally started off on my YouTube channel where I originally did fitness videos. And the whole idea behind that was I wanted to give some knowledge to those that were so many people were asking me like, hey, you know, how do I how do I do this? How do I do that? So I was like, all right, I want to create a platform to where other people can see how to do it as well. I mean, there's a million other people on YouTube. You know, there's only one me, though, you know, Um, but I wanted to do the same thing with veteran influencers starting off with the podcast is. I want to show other veterans that there's something outside of the military that they can actually be working on before they actually retire. So instead of waiting until that 20 years or that 30 years and then, you know, you retire and it's like, hey, what are you doing now? It's like, you know, I I want to make sure I want to give I want to set the path for people. I want to be the example to show people, you know what I'm saying? Get this work. Yeah, man. Like we were just talking about before this started. You can be active duty, you can be veteran, whatever it is, but if you served, you're looking at that, your military was your first career, right? You're going to have a second career, you know, like even if it wasn't 20 years, even if it was four years, six years, you did a career, some, some career, you had a first career in the military, you were a Marine, you were a soldier, an airman, sailor, whatever, and now your second career is going to be something probably very different. I mean, it is going to be very different. There's nothing like being active duty, you know? And you also don't have to wait until you're done being active duty to start doing that thing, but you have to figure out what your passion is. Do, where, do you, where do you come up with uh, the people that are on your show? Where do you find the people? Um, so originally what I wanted to do was I wanted to say when people look back at my shows, like the original episodes is that I used all people that have personally influenced me. So, so far, everyone, except for, I think one person I've, I've known personally prior to, and the one person that was on the show that I, that I didn't know, uh, was my, my partner, Tamara Moody. Shout out to her. 
uh, Tight Elbows LLC, Tight Elbows 1775. And, she, you know, she's the one that brought him on. He was actually a drill instructor with her back in, I think, 2010 on the East Coast. And she brought him on. And he was an amazing addition to that show uh, for this panel that we had last week. So, like I said, I, I want to... I want to start off by, you know, giving those that have given to me as much back as I can. And I just feel that's the way for me to do it. That's awesome, dude. And how long has the podcast been going on? When was the first episode of the Veteran Influencers podcast? Um, you know, I don't have an exact number, but it is, I would say we're probably on probably like week 10-ish, maybe. Nice. Week 10, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we know we do one guest every week. So I, I think we're moving along pretty good. Not too long, but I think we're in a good place for as long as we have done it. Pretty good exposure so far. When you when you uh, started out, what, what were some of the challenges of starting out? You're talking about like the, the podcast specifically? The whole, the whole thing, the, how, when you started Veteran Influencers. Well, well, actually, that's a good question. Was, was your YouTube channel originally called Veteran Influencers when you started it? <laughs> No, <laughs> you know, I'm going to say it, but like it's, it was called handstand Chris Mac love team. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so, and I was just learning about it because I kept picking a name and it's like taken, taken, taken. I was like, listen, I don't have time for that. I want to get these videos out. I don't care what it's called. Like, even though I, I probably should have in the long run now, I know. Uh, but then eventually I, I figured out uh, after putting out probably about, probably about 15, 20 videos. I'm like, I came up with veteran influencers because I used to actually come home every single day with a notepad and I would fill that notepad damn near halfway full coming up with ideas of videos and coming up with ideas of names. And, uh, it actually started out as, as fitness. So like I said, originally I wanted to show people different ways of how to do certain body weight exercises. Uh, then I, I kind of like dabbled in with uh, a little bit of video games and stuff. Cause you know, I like, I like to play some games here and there <laughs> and you know, and, and then I started thinking about like, okay, I need to figure out more specifically how, cause my whole tagline is how can I benefit the veteran community essentially. Right. And I was like, okay, well this is video playing video games is kind of helping cause you're showing, you know, you're showing uh, active duty personnel and veterans like, Hey, you could be doing this while you're actually in your first career of the military. Uh, but I kind of transcended to podcast because I said, what is a challenge that I would want to do that I don't feel that I have the skill for now and that I might not be good at doing? So I said, podcast. I've been watching. I've been hearing it. I've been everywhere I hear. Hey, start a podcast. Start a podcast. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it just because I think I might fail. So, you know, here I am with the podcast. I love that. I love the idea of I, I've always told people don't not do something because you might fail. Do it because you want to succeed. You know what I mean? You know, if you don't do something because you might fail, then you would never do anything. You know what I mean? Mm. You just have to go do it, dude. And and honestly, with something like that, okay, so I'm in this program right now called, called the Armed Services Arts Partnership, and I was going to bring this okay. up later, but I'll bring it up now because I saw you just had a guy on who is a comedian, and... uh and I'm, it's a stand-up comedy class. So I've done like some improv comedy. I, I, I like being in front of people. I got no problem public speaking, all that stuff. But I've never done stand-up or I've, I've tried like open mics for fun because it's like a really scary thing. You know what I mean? So go up there and do right. that. It's a scary thing. But it's always hard, man. It's like it's hard to do stand-up. It's, I don't know. I didn't know what to, how to crack the code. So I'm doing it now. Uh, and, I, and then 
sometime in August, we're going to have like our graduation show. It's like a seven week stand-up comedy weekly class. And then you do a show and. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so shout out to armed services, arts partnership. Uh, super good, super good people over there. Um, they do writing, drawing, acting, storytelling, comedy, all kinds of classes over there. So, uh, so the, the thing is, if you go do, let's say stand up and you get up there and you are really bad at it, like the worst person who's ever done it. And then you're done. What happened? Nothing bad happened to you. You did it. But if you never do right. it, if you never start and do it, cause you're scared that it might go bad. What you need to know is it's okay. If it goes bad, you're fine. You're going to be fine. You know what I mean? It's all in your head. That that all the problems that come along with that are all psychological. You're they're self induced. It's not like people right. are going to chase you down and whoop your ass because you aren't funny or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, you just move on. That'd be terrible. Yeah, you just move on. Pe- yeah. So I'm glad that you started. I'm glad that you did it and started the podcast. Uh, I, I so you had a you had a comedian on yesterday or uh, posted a video yesterday to your YouTube. Um, right. So so uh, the the question I was going to have was. And I don't know if this question makes any sense regarding that person, your guest, but I'm sure you've had guests and we were just talking about active duty. Have you found there's like some challenges to be in active duty and being on social media? Yes. (laughs) So it's funny you say that um, because people see how I define veteran and how other people define veteran. Like to me, it's like tomato, tomato. But for some people, it's not like I, I told someone, I was like, look, What's the difference between someone that did four years and got out and now they're labeled a veteran than someone that's at 16, 17, 18 years and who's actively serving? It's okay, fine. It's called something different, right? Cause someone's like, Oh, are you saying veteran influencers or, you know, are you, are you able to, you know, are you kind of gearing toward veterans? Are you gearing toward active duty? I'm like, Really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. So I was like, Okay, listen, I have some veterans and then I have active duty. Right. Some people kind of nitpick between. Uh, so I would say that that's not an issue to me, because at the end of the day, when you do real stuff for real reasons, that doesn't phase me whatsoever. The other thing is, um, as you've seen, I don't know if you've seen like any of those viral videos uh, <laughs> that Gunnery saw in standing at parade rest when that he's a Marine. You know, oh, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Now, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went viral, viral, right? So, and everybody's head's like, oh, yeah, they went viral. Awesome. They probably got a million followers and all that stuff. But because somebody was in uniform, it's it, you, you kind of get that, you know, good and bad type reviews from that. And the thing about being uh, in uniform, they actually make you sign this, uh, you know, this is page 11 for, you know, social media, page 13 for social media. Like, hey, you know, how to and how not to act on social media. Like, I can't walk around butt naked on social media. You know what I'm saying? Because I've got videos and pictures. I got a background where I got camis right there. So <laughs> I kind of associate in my title, Veteran Influencers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, you know, I, I know it's kind of a long answer, but I want to make sure I thoroughly kind of go over it. The other thing is, like, specifically, so my partner, Tamara, our first thumbnail was with her in camis. And I was, I was wearing camis, but you could barely see it. It kind of, like, cut off, like, right here at, like, the shoulder line. And she's like, hey, fam, I don't want to be in camis. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't Because it's like now you're associated with that. And sometimes like, you know, because of politics and, you know, there's a certain image that you don't want to portray. 
it's hard to explain, but yeah. So I would say those have been the biggest struggles with being in the military and doing it besides like getting the time. Sometimes when people see you doing something else, they're like, Oh, okay. You're, you're going to go do that. Well, now you got to stay late to work. It's like, come on, man. Yep. I, yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, the uniform, people use the uniform for clout. You know what I'm saying? People just put the uniform on and they think that gives them some kind of credibility. It enhances their platform, whatever. But if you're using it that way, it it's for one, in my opinion, it's not the right thing to do. And then even if you're within regs or whatever, it's just not the right thing to do. And then two, it makes you a huge target because everything you do in uniform has the microscope. It's like, imagine you're at the exchange in uniform and you're, you didn't shave. You know what I mean? You know, like how you feel like, I, you know, everyone's eyes are on you, except now the whole world, the whole world is checking your shave. You know what I mean? Like you, you look at that girl last week. I'm sure you heard about it. That girl who, that Navy female who got in trouble for yelling at the Trump supporters or whatever. Did you see that? I never heard about oh, that. Oh, dude, she, she's driving down the road. She pulls her car over. There's like a Trump rally going on. She gets out, starts yelling, F Trump, F Trump, F y'all. And she's in uniform. And there's no, but here's the thing. There's no backstory as to what led up to that. There's no story afterwards. All she, all you have is a female sailor in uniform screaming F Trump, which you can't engage in that kind of activity in uniform, dude. It just made, like, I guess that's what I would say. If you're active duty, go do whatever you want, dude. I support you completely as long as you're doing the right things, you know, and, uh, and leave the uniform out of it, dude. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. Dude, that's crazy. Like, like, who is bold enough to do that? Where? Listen, I'm not out there doing any of those things. And I even told people, <laughs> they're like, hey, we want to talk about this on the panel. I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want talk politics, religion. It's not because I don't like politics. Well, I just don't do politics. I'm going to keep it at that. And that's my political answer. And I don't really, I don't want to touch on religion because those are all things that isn't a cause of divide amongst the people that are viewing, you know? And I just, I want people to be able to come to my platform and just have a good time. And it's, it's entertainment, but it's also education at the same time. You know, I don't want no beef with nobody. I don't want people arguing in the, in the comments section, you know? I don't want my name to be associated with anything negative. And I think I've done a pretty good job at that. So, yeah, I try to keep it all. If I talk about any current events, politics stuff, whatever, I try to keep it exclusively in terms of like how it affects the military or veterans. You know what I mean? And, and that's it, dude. Uh, and I think that's, that's pretty easy. And it's not like there's not a lot to talk about there. We could talk like you could talk to somebody all day about how their status as a veteran, uh, uh, you know, affects how they can behave and how they act and what they do and what they think and with their rights to do whatever and the way that we sacrifice our rights in the military. And I, I guess that's what I was getting at with the, with the social media stuff is like, I know so many active duty influencers or, or social media people who struggle with the, the idea of not wanting to violate their oath of service and like what they know the right thing to do is when they're putting out videos and stuff online. And, uh, and I think I didn't do this when I was active duty, but I feel like I would have had the same problem. But if you, if you go back and listen to some of my old podcasts, I've got like 30 year command master chief Navy SEALs who were active duty on the podcast, talking about war, talking about, you know, 
their what their next career is going to be all this stuff i think if you're if you're a veteran dude you should go out and do whatever you want to do go online you know be a presence on social media but just be smart about it and that's all there is to it it's that easy right no i mean hey you're right and I think it all also like depends on what your intention was behind, you know, whatever your, your brand or social media or whatever it is that you're trying to portray. Cause like me, I'm not, I'm not necessarily focused on the active duty military side. It's more of the transition. So if I had to like label where I'm at, you know, I would say that I want people to make the transition and it just so happens to refer to those that were that have served or that are serving i'm focused on them but only because i i'm trying to like target the transition period and i want to show them how they can work on their second career while working on their first career and also i've got i've got veterans that have got that have retired that are you know in the near future they're gonna be giving classes on uh how to maximize property rentals uh, real estate uh how to open a gym like, like actually the work of how to open a gym, what forms to do, what people to connect to, how to get uh, sponsors, how to get investors, you know, um, how to open a restaurant, how to start a nonprofit. These are all things that are going to benefit active duty as well as actual veterans that have gotten out and they're actually struggling. You know, it's I don't even like the thought or idea of a veteran getting out and, you know, being homeless. You know, I've, I've had numerous veterans get out you know, from their active duty service and hit me up. I'm like, Hey man, you know, is there any way I can borrow some money or this out of third? And I'm like, bro, you just got out. You had the opportunity to stay in and, you know, collect the paycheck. That just shows me that your plan wasn't as tight as you thought it was, or you were just so concerned on how you felt about the situation that the logic, the logic to it just didn't make sense, you know? And I want to be the person to help those type of people as well. I was just going to ask you, if you had known anybody who's gone out and had a tough time after they got out. So you kind of just, you know, answered that question. So my next question was going to be, are you worried about getting out, retiring someday in the future? And, and, and one thing that I'll ask is not necessarily like having another career or whatever, but a big problem for a lot of people, identity. There's a huge identity problem when you get out. Uh, has any of this stuff kind of crossed your mind for when you eventually are going to go retire and get out? Um, I'm going to be honest. So this kind of goes back to when I was on the drill field. So I did, I did four cycles and then I went to a receiving company and you know, whenever you're actually in the trend that what we call in the trenches, meaning, you know, you're actively pushing recruits, your, your mindset is on one thing, right? You're always uptight. You're always like, you know, and because of that, it, it's hard for you to kind of transition. To me, I've seen a lot of people have a hard time transition from green belt to senior drill instructor. Um, but I was lucky enough to midway between my uh, my 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 time on the on the drill field, I was I went to receiving company where I became a senior drill instructor over there. And it actually kind of taught me how to kind of like cool down some and transition to that next step. So I guess what I'm referring to is I feel like over time, because I thought I might have to get out. I, my ankle. So I, I broke my ankle twice. I thought I was going to be medically separated because it just wasn't healing. Right. And even now it's like, it's not really where 
it should be at. I don't feel a number, you know, all this time of physical therapy and everything. It's like, sometimes I, I still have a hard time running. Um, but I've, I've mentally gotten used to the idea of, of transitioning out. And, um, even from the time I, I started creating t-shirts when I was in Iwakuni, Japan, I was, I was mentally starting to transition to another career. So fast forward to now, I mean, look at all the things that I'm doing now. And this isn't to brag about myself, but I, I feel like I've even content wise and slash career wise, being an influencer to me kind of helps me to mentally transition as if I'm out of the military. So I guess a long, you know, long answer to, to what you're, what you're saying is I don't feel like my identity is going to be compromised because my identity is so strong of who I am. Um, I can adapt to anything. I'll tell you, let me tell you a moment that caught me by surprise when I got out was, uh, you know, you go, I got out, I was pretty seen. I was like, you know, upper enlisted, you know, just picked up chief, uh, had just picked up chief. Uh, and I got out a few weeks later, um, actually coincidentally. And, uh, <laughs> and I go, I go to pick up my DD two fourteen. you know what I mean? And I'm out of the Navy only. I didn't, you know, I didn't feel any different. You know what I mean? Like, Nothing changed for me that day. I just got a piece of paper and like, that was it. I had felt no changes. Uh, then I, I'm out shopping and somebody, I'm at the cash register and in San Diego and somebody goes, are you military? And I was like, uh, no, I don't know. No. And that was the first time I realized that something had changed. You know what I mean? Like if I had said yes, here's the thing. It's not about a discount, but if, if I had said yes, I would felt like I would have been lying. Like, you know, it would have like I'm not I'm not in the military anymore. All those things that I had yesterday in my life that were associated with being in the military are now nothing. They're meaningless. You know what I mean? They're not they're not it's not like they have no meaning, but they they don't apply anymore. I have to erase those right. things. I have to erase those things from my life. Like if you get out and you don't retire and you don't work on base, whatever, forget about the gym, forget about the laundromat, forget about the exchange, forget about the chapel, forget about, forget the pool, the beaches on base, forget about it. All that stuff is going to vanish in an instant for you. All the way that you lived your life is going to change. If you retire, it's different. If you get medically stepped, different. If you even switch over to become a GS or contractor, different story. But if you just get out, if you just get out and you're not in anymore, all that stuff that became a part of your daily life that you just, it just is how it is, especially if you were joined when you were 18, like I did. And I think probably like you did, but I'm just doing a quick math in my head. You're probably 18. Uh, all that stuff, it's just not there anymore. So your whole adult life, you were used to one way of things being, and then in one moment, they're all switched off. All those, all those things that you associated with, all those things you can do, all those privileges, they disappear. And I don't mean to say that in a scary way, but I just tell people, I'm like, you should prepare for that because those things caught me by surprise. They might ca- catch you by surprise. So you're like, oh shoot, a gym membership, you know, at, at, at like Planet Fitness or whatever. Like, oh man, I, I wasn't even thinking, <laughs> didn't even think, and they don't got a pool. I didn't even think about that stuff. You know what I mean? Like I need a pen. I got to go buy a pen. I'm not walking down to supply. And getting my government pen, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff just changes. Uh, that's what I would tell right. people. I'm like, it's not the stuff you think. It's the stuff. It's the stuff. It's the stuff you didn't weren't able to predict. You know what I mean? That's it's going to catch you by surprise. Um, 
so anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> I, I notice you're wearing your veteran influencer shirt, which is dope. And, uh, and I'll post a picture like people watching this will see it. If you go to Instagram or wherever YouTube, you'll see it. Uh, are you selling those? Uh, actually I am. Yeah. What? I've got my own little, uh, website on Teespring. Nice. So if you just go to Teespring, type in veteran influencers, you know what I'm saying? It'll go and pop up. Is that on, on your YouTube channel too? Are they linked down there on your YouTube channel? No. So it, it actually, in order, and I found this out, and this is the reason why I actually went to Teespring because I was doing all this like research. I was just like, huh, how can I link in? I saw all these other YouTubers. Da, 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 da. And then I found out it's like, after I had already set up my account, it's like, oh yeah, you're going to have 10,000 subscribers in order to do that. I was like, Bruh. <laughs> so you can't necessarily connect it to the bottom. You know what I'm talking about on the bottom? Yeah, yeah like I do. Displays. I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought I was in there. I, I mean, I planned on doing that. I, I thought I was good. <laughs> and I was like, why isn't it working? I, I connected it, but it ain't showing up. And that's when I found out the whole 10,000 subscribers. So, you know, building up to that point and then also working with tight elbows, you know, she's going to actually, um, once she gets to a point where, you know, we can we can do that. She's working on some other stuff right now. We're working on some huge things for the near future, but we're going to actually combine efforts and I want to have my own website through her. So when they click on my stuff, it goes to her and then she makes it so that we're, you know what I'm saying? She'll get the money that Teespring will normally get and then I get a portion of that. So have you, uh, so, so one thing I think is really interesting about you and your channel is veteran influencers is one of those names where it seems like you must have been an OG. You know what I mean? Like you must have been around because the name's so good. It sounds like a professional brand that it's, it's one of those names where like, oh, I've, you would think you've heard of it before. Like, oh yeah, I've, I've seen that in stores or something. You know what I mean? Like they, they're probably right. on, they're on TV or whatever. Uh, it's a great name and a great brand. Uh, and it's awesome that you were able to, to lock that in. Uh, do you have a, a definition of what a veteran influencer is? like that so originally i you know and i would say my definition should technically kind of like your tagline should kind of sum up but and i always thought of well my tagline i guess is also the same thing as what your why is but originally i said i want to be uh in a position to where i can show people that they can work on their first their second retirement or career while working on their first but it's also someone that, that represents something. So obviously, you know, I'm active duty military, but like I said, I get it. Some people distinguish veteran active duty. To me, it's the same thing. Like if I just get out today, I'm a veteran. If I stay in, I'm active duty. So some people dislike that, but you know, I'm just, I'm going to be a veteran eventually. And you look back, but, uh, and, and somebody that's, that's there, uh, for selfless reasons, I get more out of other people becoming successful than I do myself. I'm going to tell you right now, if I took away all the efforts that I did for other people, I would probably be in a, a way higher position. And this isn't to make excuses because I'm not into doing that. I'm just saying the facts. I have spent more time investing in other people than I think I have myself. And I just recently started investing more in myself. And that's why you see like more clips. You see the editing's better. The graphics have gotten better. I've got this dope intro, the songs, the just the whole feel of my brand. Uh, because now I'm starting to focus on myself and invest in myself. So if I had to sum up what, what veteran influencers is, is, is people like myself that want to do things for selfless reasons and want to benefit the veteran community. Yeah, I like I like. You, the way you define veteran influencers, but I want to 
just say like kind of say one thing about yeah. what you were saying about uh, you would be in a higher position if you focus more on yourself instead of other people. Uh, kind of that stuff you're talking about. The only thing I'll say mm-hmm. about that, that that comes to mind right away when you say that, because I, I can empathize with that a lot because I do the same thing. Uh, right. It, dep- it depends on how you define higher position. You know what I mean? Because maybe mm. maybe you would be in a higher pay grade. Maybe you would be, uh, maybe you would have more stuff on your YouTube or, or your Instagram or whatever. But the only position that matters, and I've, I've realized this as I've gotten into my 30s, is the only position that matters is that you're in good standing with yourself and the people around you, dude, because that's all that matters. You know what I mean? It's, it's literally the only thing that matters. And if you feel if you feel that, if you know that that's true, and you feel like you can live your life honorably and hold your head high with the things you've done, it's the only thing that matters. And not only that, but from a more tangible perspective, having good people, if you support other people around you, I think the idea is you all grow together. You know what I mean? Like the cream always rises. You might not have made E9 by now or something like that. Like let's say for example, like we'll just use, I'm not saying that that's you, but let's just use that as an example. You might not make E9, but 50 of you are going to make E8 at the same time or something like that. You know what I mean? And you could be, it's lonely at the top, so to speak. You know what I mean? If you you step over a bunch of people to get there, you're not in a better position just because you appear to have more. You have less of the most important stuff which is friends, family, honor, integrity. Uh, the, thing, the only things that matter when you look at like end of life, how you lived your life, what your legacy is, all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, you make up a great point. And I guess I, I don't feel like I really need to go back and explain, but like, although you completely tore that definition up, so I appreciate you kind of going off of that, but when I say higher position, the first thing I visualized was like follower, what other people perceive to be important, you know, followers, more money, uh, you know, more. I'm trying to use words that's not like, uh, you know, opinionated, you know, mostly it would be more followers, more money. And, you know, maybe I'd be in a, a, a different position. I guess I could say different. So. Yeah, I, I figured that's what you meant. I went with the military thing because just yesterday I was having a conversation with somebody and we were talking about people who who never are there with the team because they're always doing things like collateral duties for their career or whatever, but they, they've lost all respect by, from their teammates because they're, they're never at work. They're never doing anything that's important. You know, They're just off doing their own thing. They're off doing uh, whatever collateral duty stuff, but it's all kind of BS. Like you're the, your analysis person. So you, you can't be bothered to do your job. You know what I mean? So you're always off doing your analysis meetings or whatever. And then, right. yeah, you made the next rank cause that was on your eval. But what did you lose? You lost the respect of your peers. You know what I mean? So th- to me, what I value as a high, and, and just like if it was followers, uh, if you, if you maybe don't have as many followers as you thought you might have, if you had done different stuff for yourself, if, if your buddy or your peer, somebody that you mentored, makes it, you're going to make it too, hopefully with them. I mean, I, hopefully that that's the idea. You know, it, you've built a good team of people and you all support each other as opposed to just focusing on your numbers, your statistics. And, and again, this is, I'm talking out to the audience. You know what I mean? If you're listening and, and, and only from my own personal experience is the only thing that matters to me isn't how good I'm doing or how good it looks like I'm doing to an outsider. It's how good I know I'm doing and within my most important circle of people, what they think of me, you know? Mm, hey, I, hold on. Let me give you, 
<laughs> I like that right there, man. I, you, you, that whole little segment, you just you, you just destroyed me on this whole podcast, man. No, I, I no. like that, man. That's real. No, I, I totally I understand what you mean, dude. Obviously, you just are explaining that your mission is to help veterans succeed afterwards. So I think you're doing exactly what we just talked about. You know what I mean? You're doing great. Right. And and as long as you feel good about what you're doing, that's how I look. This is really me just emoting my own thoughts on, on my stuff basically to you uh, is right. as long as you're doing what you believe is the right thing to do, the right people will find you. You'll get to the place you need to be. And when you get there, it'll be at the right time for the right reasons. It'll be the absolute best case scenario. You know what I mean? You don't want to rush mm-hmm. it. You don't want to force it. You, you know, it's, you just got to keep pressing on dude, with the belief that you, you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're absolutely right with that too. And I'm, listen, I'm guilty of being impatient about certain things because when you're going on this path of, of just anything, it's kind of, it's not necessarily the fear of the unknown. It's like the, the not knowing of the unknown. You just don't know. So should I be worried about where I'm at at this point? Should I be worried about, you know, am I not going in the right direction? Am I not moving fast enough? Am I doing something wrong? These are all things that it's, there's so many things that are subjective and everybody has a different opinion about, you know, no, it's supposed to be done like this or it's supposed to be done like this. So it's like, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? Sometimes you just don't know. So, um, so I don't know if it's like just being impatient or if you're just, you know, you're smart by inquiring about those things that, you know, wondering if you're on the right path or not. And I think to me, that's one of the hardest things is, is not knowing whether you're doing the right thing, but knowing if you're doing the correct thing. I know that sounds kind of like weird to say right and correct are technically the, the same definition, but um, I meant correct as far as, you know, are you, are you hitting the right wickets? Not, are you doing things right as in, as a whole? Yeah. I've, you know what I've noticed a lot is when you're really, when you're really struggling with something, you see a lot of other people doing it. You just haven't found the right resource yet. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you're like, it's, it's kind of like you, we were talking earlier before we started about like graphic design and, and uh, doing like intros and outros to your to your videos. And I mm-hmm. spent so long learning all these all these uh, skills so I could do that for myself on my own platforms. And then I realized like, oh, people are doing this with like a plugin or a template or something like that. You know what I mean? Like this isn't right. all hand done all the time. Like people are you, and then you start to see the same stuff on a couple like. Uh, uh, huge YouTuber, Peter McKinnon, you know, Peter McKinnon, big YouTuber, dude, does like photo video stuff. So you watch his intro from back in the day and you're like, well, what a good intro. This is rock solid, you know? And then you go to somebody else's YouTube channel and they've got the same one, exactly the same one. It's like a plug and play type thing. You're like, I feel like the mad, like what, what most people view when you don't know something as like magic, you just don't know the secret yet. You know what I mean? And (laughs) And people keep that so close to the chest a lot of times. Like, they don't want everybody to know their secret. But what we've, and, and even historically, what people used to view as like magic was just science. You know what I mean? And, and now very right. simple stuff. It's like the same thing with this entertainment stuff with YouTube. If you're doing a pot, like, all, for all my people out there who listen, who, who are starting their own podcast, or whatever, it's, it's not magic. Okay. It's not magic. There is, some stuff that I don't understand, like I might call the algorithm magic, like the magic algorithm, because I don't understand it. But 
right. people out there, do you understand it? That's why the, you can hire them on Fiverr for $1,000 and they'll get you a million followers or whatever, not bots, you know, because they understand the algorithm. They know exactly the right moves to do, the right tags at the right times to get you at the top of the Instagram feed. You know what I mean? There's a secret to it. We just don't, you and I don't know it maybe. I don't know. Maybe you do know it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know it. Uh, exactly how to get placed at top all the time. You know what I mean? Like we, we make efforts, but some people out there are real experts at it. Right. And, and that's what I was telling you. It's not that I'd never try because see, I always want to have at least a general concept of what it is that I do. Right. I don't do all my graphics anymore, but I was doing everything on my own before all my own editing, all my own, you figured everything out on my own. I just realized I was, I was putting in more effort than I was getting results from not because of views, but just because of how long, like, like for instance, when I was doing my own editing, it's like, okay, now I got to do editing on this day. Oh, if I didn't get to it that day. And sometimes I wouldn't get a video out for two weeks. Now it's like, you know what I'm saying? I got a YouTube video every day. Production has gone up times a thousand. Looking at my analytics, my watch time is up by like a thousand. You know, my watch minutes are up by like a thousand. You know, so, it, I mean, it's it's all on what you do. It's like, you know, are you going to go buy a cheeseburger one day and, and this, all that money that you add up from all those pleasurable things that you do, can you just not get it and, and use that towards something that's going to actually invest in yourself? Because I don't feel like, I feel like it's a win-win. Now you're not spending money on things that don't matter and you're investing in yourself and you save time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's true. It's so true. I love that too. Uh, I love the, I tell people all the time to invest in yourself. Like just do it, man. Just do it because there, and there's so many reasons why you should invest in yourself because then you damn well better make use of it, of the investment you made in yourself. Right. It tells you that you believe in yourself enough to actually make the first move, which is like in, in investing yourself to make the quality good. And then the return on investment should be really good too, because people notice that stuff big time. Like if you go onto somebody's YouTube channel and they are uh, really poor audio quality, really poor video quality from like an iPhone in an echoey room from eight feet away, uh, then people go, I, they make a judgment, right? Like I do it, make a judgment right away on how this person, how far along this person is on their journey, how long they've been doing it, how seriously they take it. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you go look at like, one thing I try to do, try to find other people who have similar stuff to you, similar uh, quality stuff, and then what would you think of their stuff? Like, man, it, they look pro, you know what I mean? And it's as simple as like hanging a couple lights in the background, you know, maybe getting a small light off of B&H or something like that for your video, getting a real lens on your camera, a microphone, and then all of a sudden you're like, damn, this person's serious. This person's professional, you know, uh, as opposed to somebody who's just in a, in like a, like right now I just have the light, like I'm just on zoom, right? I just have the lights on in the room. Uh, we're sitting here talking. I got the mic though. Um, so the audio sounds good, but if you look like behind me, I've got this camera and I, that desk. And then if you can't see it, but just off screen here, I've got my flag, I've got lights hanging, I've got lights on the ceiling. Uh, when I do the actual YouTube, it's done up. You know what I mean? Because I want people to know, hey, I'm in right. business. I'm here to, t I'm taking this seriously, you know? No, that's, I mean, like I said, I, 
I did a lot of research. I, see, I don't, I don't want to say because I did a lot of research. I'm like some pro at it, but I did a lot of research. And a lot of times I got to watch more videos than the, the normal person or the average person because a lot of this stuff is foreign to me. And I feel like I got to read more than other people so I can retain a little bit more because I've never been good at electronics. Never been, you know, I, it took me a long time to learn the concept, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Even with like just how to upload a video on YouTube, you know. Um, but once I got in the rhythm of doing it, you know, it became a lot easier. And the fact that I do it every day now, it's a little bit easier for me. But in the background, you know, I got my green screen here. You know, I had, uh, you know, I created a little background. It's got like camis and, and medals and everything. It kind of like, you know, it says military or, you know, and, you know, I, I got my own webcam. It's a pretty expensive one, Logitech Brio. I think it's the most pretty much the highest quality one that you can get. I think it's like 4k. You can like see the grease on my face. It's like <laughs> hot in here. You know, like, uh, you know, I got the, I got the microphone, I got the boom arm and I actually have, you guys can't see it, but over here I have two lighting kits uh, that are actually facing down on me. Uh, you know, and that comes from me upgrading a little bit. I got this, you know, this new laptop that actually renders videos like really fast. You know, I think I got it last year you know, with my tax money. So I've definitely invested in myself. And like I, like I was telling you earlier, if you go back to my old videos and you go back to this one, you know what I'm saying? You just realize the difference. So, I, and I think that's kind of been obvious through, I've had a lot of people contact me over the last like two months telling me how much they can see the difference. And not only that, it's like now they're interested. Like, hey, what do I got to do to get on your podcast? You know, hey, what do I got to do to be a part of your show? And, you know, how can I get get your clothing and, you know, so on and so forth. So it's like, you know, people, like you said, it's a whiff. I'm like, what's in it for me? Uh, people will, will kind of cling on to something when they see you putting more effort into it. But just because you start something and go, hey, I, I started this, go buy my stuff, people are like, but then when they see you do it for six months, a year, a year and a half, they're like, wow, this guy really means business. Let me check his stuff out. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You have to just start. And, and here's the thing. And I want to, for people listening who are thinking about doing stuff like this, don't do what I just said first before you try it. You know what I mean? Try it small because you might not like it. You know what I mean? You don't want to, you don't want to do all this stuff and then find out that you don't like it. And you're going to be like, oh shoot, I blew it. Like I don't even enjoy this. You have to do it and realize that you love it. And then if you realize that you love it and it gets to a point where you don't really see your life without it anymore then you're, you know, you're in dude. It's then it's an easy choice. Uh, we were talking about this before the show, you know, like we both had a moment where it, we had a chance to walk away from it, uh, a good reason to, and then didn't. And that's the deciding moment, you know, and that's the deciding moment. It, when, when you have that, like usually in anything, it, you, you get like an easy out once, you know what I mean? Like the, the, it's like the do or die. Mo- it's like the reenlisting at eight years or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, like this is it. I need to make my decision now. And, uh, and then you choose to push forward and then you know, you're all in dude. Then you know, you're good and you can pursue it and go, go buy the stuff, go do it. But try it first. Like I, I, w- I bought a bunch of cameras and this is from my mistakes. I bought a bunch of cameras to get into filmmaking before I ever tried it. And I didn't know which I, which I love it. And so I'm good. Like it all worked out, but I didn't know beforehand all the challenges. Like when you go, if you go want to bring some pro cameras somewhere, get ready to lug around 40 pounds. It's not going to be easy. 
Uh, it's clunky. It's it's there's a lot of work that goes into it, as opposed to like just bring it out the GoPro or ever get a get a quick video. Uh, right. And and I didn't try it first. Now if somebody says, "Oh, I'm thinking about buying a camera," like, what do you think about this camera? I was like, "Well, see if you can borrow a camera and just carry it around with you for a day. You'll know if you want a camera or not." Because if you get like a DSLR camera with a lens and then you go out on a day trip somewhere on travel and you carry that thing around for a day, what a pain. It's, it's going to be heavy. It's going to be annoying. It's clunky. It's, you know, it doesn't fit well in any bag. You got, you know, your arms getting tired carrying it around only to take, you know, a few pictures here and there. And then you get the picture and you're like, this isn't what I saw on Instagram. And that's because right. you didn't learn all the tricks and the lighting and, and the editing and all this stuff yet. So you might, you might hate cameras. You know what I mean? So borrow a camera. Or just bring a brick. Just take a brick. <laughs> brick. Take a brick with you. That's funny. Out on a trip and see if you like that. Uh, you you got okay. So I'm sorry. I, I want to get back onto to your show. I feel like we just oh that was a great conversation. Uh, oh, but I, but there was some more stuff I wanted to get to about your show. You do the Ask a Vet show on Facebook. What what is that? What do you guys right. talk about on there? Um. So Ask a Vet. It, it's just originally like. Originally, it was just going to be myself and my partner, Tamara Moody. Once again, shout out, tight elbows. <laughs> and it's just to, to speak about subjects that, you know, active duty and veterans can kind of relate to. To kind of make light of certain situations that was like a pain in the butt. And to also uh, just to, to create a community of people where it's like I can go watch a show that's entertaining and it's talking about stuff that we know because I know there's a lot of people that get out and it's like they feel like they're so separated from the community. And it's like, where can I go to kind of have that commu- that veteran community type brother sisterhood type feel? Ask a vet. So make sure y'all ask a vet. Uh, but not only that, but we wanted to create panels. Like for instance, um, our first our first panel was uh, two was a mass sergeant that had just retired and a sergeant that had uh, gotten out. I think he was medically retired, and they were kind of speaking on uh, certain things about the. Uh, you know, certain processes that can actually help the veteran community out, education, um, lessons learned, stuff to that matter. Then uh, this last panel that we just had, which was uh, last Friday, uh, was a panel of of prior drill instructors. So we all got together and, you know, it started off Ask a Drill Instructor. So it's called Ask a Vet. And the, the thumbnail that I have, it says Ask a Vet with the vet crossed off. And it says uh, DI. So it's kind of given birth to like so many, there's a million different concepts that we're going to have in the future. Um, and it's like a bunch of drone instructors answering questions that the, the chat asks. So anytime you, it's, it's always been this forbidden thing to ask a drone instructor anything, right? As a recruit, it's like, oh, I'm not asking him nothing. Cause I know me yelled at and probably get IT. <laughs> so now like, the whole concept was like, now I can ask a drone instructor a question. We berate them a little bit and then kind of answer their question. Like kind of all in fun though, you know? Yep. I like that. That's fun. And when is that on? So uh, Ask a Vet comes on Friday nights at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time on Facebook. And so we've been playing it on our personal channels. Now, starting uh, this Friday, we're actually doing it on a new Facebook page that I started called Ask-A-Vet. Ask a Vet. Uh, So make sure you guys go. Make sure you like that page. Um, Hit up the notification so you get it. And we're going to be live every Friday night, every Friday night. Every other Friday, we have guests on there or a panel. But every other one, we have just myself and Tamara. 
Nice. I like the I like the schedule. I, I need to, I want to do something like that. I want to do a live stream with some a consistent schedule and kind of talk chat with the people who listen to the show. Uh, I got to figure out right. being in Japan. I got to figure out what the right time is to do that. Um, what what's the what's the dream, man? What's the what's the what's the victory look like for the veteran influencer show? Mm. Well, uh, eventually. See, when you mention money, people are like, oh, that's why he's doing it. No. <laughs> but I've, I've dedicated a lot of time, a lot of time, from promotion to creating videos to getting it recorded to doing the show to locking guests on to gear, all that stuff. So eventually you want to make that money back somehow. Uh, so I, I definitely want to get to a point to where I fit into the description of kind of like what my tagline is, where you work on your second retirement or career while working on your first. Uh, and I do want to get, you know, multiple streams of income coming back from this because the, all too often, unfortunately, like when you're not successful or and when money, when you're not making money, people don't really want to listen to you, right? They, they want to listen to people that have done it. And money is this big factor in a lot of people's lives. It's like, oh, he's not making money from, you know, and it kind of separates what's a hobby and what's a career. Uh, so the, money is definitely one of those things I want to get to a point to where, um, I can sustain myself to where I don't need the military and even like my retirement check is just gets put up or I can put it toward investments. And I don't, I don't want to rely on the military or the retirement. I want to have my own thing going and I want to work on my second retirement while working on my first. Uh, secondly, like I said, I want to get to a point to where all I have to do is mention someone's name or have them show up to one of my shows. And then like 30, 40,000 followers go to them or massive success goes to them just for them being on my show. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you look at the people that are on the show or, or, you know, get featured on my page or whatever, it's people that I truly want to help veterans and active duty people and just overall good people that have influenced my life. Um, there's other things that I want to do. That's kind of outside the, the, the scope of veteran influencers, but not really. So it's kind of outside the scope of the whole, uh, you know, being on camera type thing. Like I, I want to have my own real estate. I want to eventually get to a point to where I can um, create food for the homeless. And I want to start by, you know, small cities. You know, I want to be able to feed an entire city, you know, with veteran influencers. I want to have my own land to a point to where I can grow my own food to where I can work with programs within the state to where I can feed homeless people and nobody ever goes hungry. So those are like kind of like down the line of things that I want to do. But I am tired of the whole stipulation of veterans being homeless. I don't, I don't like that concept. I, I don't think that a veteran should ever leave the military and, and not be successful because they have the potential to do it. And I want to be the person that kind of like bust that wide open as far as that concept and give people the vision. I want to be the vision for people. He did it. I can do it. I really like that. I like the all the altruism that you have in there of helping people. You know what I mean? Like that's your primary motivation is helping people. I love that. That's really admirable. Good for you. Um, Appreciate that. And then another thing I want to say is for people listening out there, uh, and and you kind of hit on this, that there's like a stigma about saying you want to make money from this. Dude, I want people to, people need to understand the investment that creators make. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Not like, and, and, and I, I'm going to get to like why I, I also, it's tough, dude. I see it both ways because 
on one hand, you invest a ton of money. You invest a ludicrous amount of time. You are learning things. You're getting, you're developing all these skills, right? Then you're applying these skills as if it's a, like you treat it like a job, right? When you do this stuff, right. you treat it like a job. And then you ask people for like 99 cents a month or something like that. <laughs> and they're like, no. And you're like, ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but they expect, but then they expect you for free to come out with videos every day to be there every Friday night. I mean, but then, but then if I'm fair, Netflix, the greatest thing that's ever happened to entertainment is like $11 a month. So am I saying that I am worth 10% of net of what Netflix is worth to somebody? Am I adding that much value to their life that I can ask for a dollar? If Netflix is $11 and I'm asking for a dollar, is, am I, am, is that crazy? You know what I mean? Like, and I know it's not the same thing because Netflix has like a billion customers. I, I get that. But I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'm just saying the entertainment industry has devalued itself so high because anyone can create content. So for right. you to, for you to distinguish yourself from all the other people out there to a point where your fans, supporters want to make an investment in you financially, especially when you could disappear at any moment in time, you could just vanish from the platform. No, you don't owe anybody anything. You know what I mean? Then there's no guarantee. Right. There's no guarantee for them that you're going to give them anything. You know what I mean? But still, we go out, we make these financial investments, we invest all this time, time away from our friends, time away from our family. We go on there, we're up late nights on a computer, uploading, upload failed, got to upload again. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you know, like all this. <laughs> I've, I've been trying to tell people, man, like they don't understand. You know how many times I've done that? Like I had a computer that literally took eight hours to render a video, eight hours to render a video. You went to sleep and you woke up and it said, not enough data. Not enough. <laughs> oh, eight more hours. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And, and, uh, and so I have started on my recently, only recently, on my podcast and YouTube saying, hey, if you guys want to support this channel, here's some ways you can do it. I've started to make the ask, you know what I mean? And you got to ask. Mm. I, I, I think there's nothing wrong with asking, dude. There is nothing wrong with asking. For the amount of work that you're putting in, you, for the amount of work that you're putting in, for the amount of time that you've invested, for the amount, amount of money that you've invested, people who watch you should pay you for it. That's what I think. If people watch you, subscribe to you, they should contribute to you because you're putting in so much time and effort, money and investment. Uh, it just, it's the right thing to do. That's what I think. It's the right thing to do. So if, if there's people I watch online a lot and I've learned from them and I've grown with them, I support them, dude. That's it. It's that simple. Uh, and, and, uh, if you're listening and, and you, and you have never thought about it from this perspective, I just want to let you know people out there that you watch online are putting in work, serious work. It's not easy. It's no joke. Uh, so if you can, if there's people out there you like and you haven't supported yet, go to the scuttlebuttshow.com and become a supporter today. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, you know, your listeners need to go to, over to your where, Patreon or whatever you got and they need to support you, dude. For sure. I think that. You know, someone told me about Patreon. Like, I, I kind of know what Patreon is, but I haven't set one up yet. And like I said, and, and that's what I was telling you earlier about doing what's correct versus what's right. It's 
it's it, you know I guess it fits in both uh, both categories, but I have focused so much on giving back to people that that once again sometimes I don't take the time to invest in myself uh, or you know and to try to get get for myself, and I'm I'm trying to work toward that. Like I said, I've had a pretty pretty good. Uh, uh, out, like a lot of outreach for like my shirts and my my hoodies, my tank tops. My I've masks now. I've got you know I got the got the mugs. You know I, I got a lot of different things that I have my logo on it right now. I'm working on uh, two different two other uh, different designs right now for some clothing. So I, I'm I'm working different avenues of how to invest in myself and a lot of I've got a lot of like supporters out there that hit me up. Matter of fact, right before I came on here. I was talking to somebody for about a good hour and a half. He just sent me a picture today. I was like, hey, man, your shirt's looking good on me. You know, and I posted it to my social media. So there's definitely a lot of supporters out there, and they want to see me doing big. They want to. They definitely want to see me uh, win. And, you know, they're supporting me every effort. The same ones that are always commenting, sharing my posts, sharing, doing this. So um, I, I definitely do need to do a little bit better about supporting myself. Um, and I got to look into the whole Patreon. I think I have a... Um, PayPal, you know, that's like for veteran influencers. Like veteran, if you just go to PayPal, type in veteran influencers, you, you know, you should be able to find it. And if you want to donate money to that, you can. So, and you don't even got to do that. You can buy a shirt. You know what I mean? You can buy a shirt. You can get a shirt. And the shirts are, I'm looking at the shirts. They're really nice. I got to work. I got to step yeah. my game up because you got a really nice logo over there. Uh, Appreciate that. I'm going to tell you, man. See, and, and people tell me all the time, oh, well, you know, you got this. I was like, dude, do you understand what it took me to figure out veteran influencers? Huh? Do you know how many names I went through? They don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I sat there. Nope, nope, this was taken. Uh, what about this? Nope, take it. Nope, take it. Nope, take it. I'm like, I'm never going to figure out a damn name. And then I was like, veteran influencer. I was like, I, I was like, got on my computer. Oh, <laughs> I take it. You know what I'm saying? Looked it up on uh, the whole IRS for um, the government side to see if anybody had that LLC. Nothing. Got all the, I mean, got the website, got the, all the social media. Nobody has it. So, you know what? I don't want to say I lucked out because I didn't luck out. Like we talked about earlier is preparation met opportunity. That's literally what it is. And that's what happened. I spent months, people, look me in my face. (laughs) Months. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what it is, dude. That's it's always it's always that. It's always that. Anytime somebody says they got lucky, dude, it's always preparation meets opportunity. Um and then it, it's it is good that nobody else took that name. That's the same way I felt about the Scuttlebutt show. I was like, it's available? The Scuttlebutt show is available? Got it. Locked it in. Too easy. It's like I can't right. believe it. It seems like a no once I thought of it, I was like, oh, it's got to be taken you know what i mean somebody's gotta have it yeah so i i got lucky too um all right dude we've been going about an hour uh what it do you want to seem like that man to be I honest like, well, i've had a great time and it was just crazy because i just met you and i'm you know so, sometimes people are kind of like okay or they're, they're just reading questions the whole time but like i literally felt like i've known you for a while and this conversation has flowed so smooth you know i agree and i would love to do this again sometime Oh, absolutely, man. I, I want to give a huge shout out to the Scuttlebutt show, man. To all you guys that are out there, make sure you check out his content. I've already checked out some of his videos, man. The guy is definitely dedicated. I can see the quality over time and, you know, extremely nice, man. Wrote a whole paragraph just like, 
kind of like reel me in by like, hey man, <laughs> watching your videos and whether it's true or not it maybe no feel it's, good. True, I it's know true it's true it's true <laughs> i never i never reach out to anybody if i don't really want to talk to him you know what i mean i don't send out 100 emails a day nothing like that i i only only people i really want to talk to because and that's i think why we had a good conversation you know what i mean if i just sent out if i just blasted out spam emails all day trying to get guests on the show i'd have bad content you know what i mean but I right. I asked you to talk with me. I asked if I could talk with you because I wanted to, because I really wanted to, you know what I mean? And that's why I think we had a, I, I feel like we really connected and, and clicked even before when we were having, talking before the show started uh, be, because I thought you were a good dude doing it for the right reasons. You know, you're out there putting in the work, dude. You're consistent. You're uploading like daily. Uh, your content's really good, funny, entertaining. Um all that stuff. I got to appreciate that. I, I got to make sure people know to go check out veteran influencers, uh, YouTube channel, Instagram, go on Facebook for the ask a vet, ask hyphen, uh, hyphen vet, um, and follow Chris Levine as he kind of helps veterans succeed and start their next retirement while they're still working on their first. Right. I love that. That's huge, man. Just, it, it's so weird because like I interview all these people and then it's like, when you get interviewed, the, I think the first time it happened, it was like last week or the week before. It's, I mean, I wasn't nervous, but the person that was interviewing me, I don't feel like their energy was matched with mine. It's hard to explain because it sounds like I'm being like some cocky bastard, right? Certain people, when they do interviews, they're just, it's like, it's it's more inquisitive and it's like kind of like uh, like the, the six o'clock news or like, uh, what's it called? The um, something minute, one, uh, 60, 60 minutes? seconds. Or six, is it 60 minutes or 60, 60, 60 minutes? minutes? Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, did you know about the uniform requirements? <laughs> and it's like, dude, come on, man. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I get hype about stuff, you know? <laughs> I like to create moments, you know? I'm like, I'm all over the place. And I'm not saying I'm the most entertaining person, but I, I feel like when you bring that type of energy to like a video, it makes, the, the video is about moments. The, the audio is about, information for the most part right but like if you just if we just sat here like this and you're just like yeah so um my name's chris levine and the way that, like, who the hell is this dude man you know what I'm saying? like why not get hype <laughs> yeah dude i i totally agree with you 100 percent i you know i think that there's an attitude out there of when people are interviewers they're like hyper focused on um on getting their it's like what they, they, their mind is what's in it for me. But when I interview people, I'm always what's in it for you, the person on the other end. You know what I mean? Like I, right. I just, I want it to be fun. I want it to be all about them. I've got no, you know, specific thing I'm getting at here with like any of my questions or anything like that. Uh, I want it to be honest. I want it to be fun. I want to have a good, and I want to build good relationships with people. You know what I mean? So when I'm done with meeting somebody on a podcast from Japan to the States, I, I want to think that, you know, I made a good connection, had a good time and, you know, maybe a relationship that'll continue and grow. So, uh, that's always what I have in mind, dude. And I, I really felt that on, on this one for sure. Um, you're, you are very entertained, dude. You're very entertained. You're very high energy. <laughs> you're jacked. You got the whole, everything, you got everything going, dude. That's why your fitness videos do good. Uh, I appreciate that. It means uh, a lot. Yeah, dude. Totally. I got it, dude. You're, you're, you're doing great. You're doing all the right things. Um, what, what do you want people listening to know before we wrap up? 
Um, see, I'd be selfish if I sat there and just be like, hey, once again, support this guy. And Damn I'm it. over here talking the whole time about selfless service. So let me always, I always want to shout out, uh, you know, other people right now. Let me start off with my boy, uh, George Dula Whiteway. He was a prior general instructor with me. And because of the whole coronavirus thing, I know a lot of the gyms are getting kind of hindered with that. He's a, he's a veteran, like I said. And if we can get people to go to brainstorm fit gear, brainstormfitgear.com and support his merch. I wish I had a shirt on me right now. I was just wearing it and I put it back upstairs. So obviously I, I'm definitely supporting him. This dude, he literally had Oscar De La Hoya in his gym two weeks ago. Oscar De La Hoya made a, and you know who that is, right? Yes. Some people don't know who it is. That's why I'm saying that. I'm <laughs> like, dude, how do you not know? Anyways, he made a video tagged brainstorm fitness while he was in his gym and I see him in the background saying brainstorm fitness literally fixed my back. I've had back problems for 20 years for 20 years. I had back problems. It's literally fixed. I have no back problems whatsoever. What? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And because the whole COVID thing, it's like, I feel like his momentum kind of got hindered a little bit. So like I said, brainstormfitgear.com. Uh, uh, my boy, George Dilla Whiteweight, he has Brainstorm Fitness gear. Dude's amazing, runs a, an amazing gym. Literally, he just got accommodated with cleanest gym in San Diego, most sanitized, cleanest gym in San Diego. It, it, the dude is OCD and is so organized. <laughs> um, I also want to give a shout out to uh, my, my uh, close friend and partner, uh, Tamara Moody. She runs uh, Tight Elbows LLC. And you can find her also on Instagram, Tight Elbows uh, seventeen seventy five. An amazing person. Her, it's not like she's a shirt company, but she makes shirts. She makes, uh, you know, she's a company that contracts out for other people, like making gear and whatnot. So I want to give a shout out to her. You can find her on Ask a Vet every Friday night, seven thirty p.m. Uh, Pacific time as well. Next to your boy. And um, I want to give a shout out to myself. That sounds kind of corny. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, obviously veteran influencers, you know what I'm saying? If you want to support the movement, I put all the, the money that I make from these, these shirts and these hoodies and hats, I put it back into the community. It goes toward my editing. It goes towards, uh, you know, the, the, the brand. And it helps to create things in the future. So you can go to Teespring slash veteran influencers to find that. Uh, and, and, you know, you can get all that gear. And I want to end off with saying, you know, I want to give you guys kind of like uh, uh, another kind of picture of, of who I am and what the what veteran influences represents. So right now we're we are um, we we created a couple shirt designs that's going to this thing called Operation Give Back, which the majority of the proceeds that we get from this shirt uh, selling, uh, we're doing a thirty day um, time period of trying to sell as many shirts. Our goal is a hundred. You know. They'll probably be around $20 a piece. And the only money that we're getting is money that goes toward the ink and uh, money toward getting one more shirt per shirt so that we're matching each one. So we're only taking them out. The rest of it is going toward a particular veteran. We're not going to say who it's going toward yet, but you know what I'm saying? We already got that plan in mind. And it's we are literally trying – I am trying to create this, this platform and this whole idea that we can support each other. You know, it's not just a give, right? It's a give and take. So veteran influencers, I want to prove to you guys 
that we're not just about trying to, hey, buy my gear, buy my gear. Like we're literally creating um, uh, scholarship funds. We're trying to, we're going to be uh, in the in the future. We're trying to create our own like little mini boot camp. We're trying to create our own influencers workshop. You know, you know what I'm saying. The the sky is the limit. I've met one of the greatest people and partners to uh, Tamara Moody. Please go uh, support her as High Double Seventeen Seventy Five. We're gonna give back so much to the community. I've run my mouth long enough, but I love you guys. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you having me on the show, and I uh, hope that wasn't too long. No, I. Dude, you know what? I thought that was so great. It moved me a little bit because I said, what do you want people to know as we get to wrap up? And you start talking about other people. Like, that's incredible, dude. That's just, that's exactly the type of person that you are. It's obvious from talking to you. Um, you're just a good guy, dude. Your heart's in the right place. And then, of course, every, all the links, to everything that you just mentioned, I'll put in the descriptions down below. And uh, if you guys get over to Chris's awesome. channel, check out Veteran Influencers subscribe to the podcast. I'm guessing that that's out on all the podcast apps like Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all that. Uh, right. Go out, subscribe to the podcast, listen to the podcast, to subscribe to the YouTube channel, check out the live streams every week. Uh, maybe I can get on your show sometime. Maybe I'll, we'll, we can work that out, dude. I would love to join you um, out there and just have a good time, dude, putting out good information to people. Um, and I love the mission that you're on with the shirts. I'm going to go buy a shirt. I'm putting that out there to the audience right now. I'm going to go buy a shirt. And, Make uh, sure you send me your link too, man. I will. I will. Um, and dude, this has been great. Veteran influencers, uh, Chris Levine, thank you for joining me today on the Scuttlebutt Show. This has been a blast. It's very nice to meet you. And uh, to all the audience out there, thank you for listening. And I will talk to you guys soon. We are out for now. Hey, do my outros suck? I'm not sure. I don't know how to sign out of these podcasts. It's something I'm working on. Hey, I just wanted to thank you guys for listening to that episode. It was really fun to do. I hope that you enjoyed it also. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you can listen to all the other episodes. There's tons more episodes already available and more coming every week. If you haven't gotten over to YouTube and subscribed over there, please go ahead and do that. It would uh, mean a lot to me if you did. There's all these podcasts are available on YouTube as well as a bunch of other content that you wouldn't find here in the podcast. If you're looking for ways to support the show, you can head over to anchor.com, subscribe there, and you can do monthly contributions if you choose to. If you'd like to see this program grow and support, then uh, that would mean the world to me. I, I just, I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, re feel free to reach out to me anytime via our social media or email, all at the Scuttlebutt Show. Email is the Scuttlebutt Show, gmail.com. And I look forward to talking to you guys very soon. And let's go ahead and listen to another episode. All right. Bye.